Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling Source Radio. The following show is scheduled for one fall with a one-hour time limit. Introducing your host from parts unknown. He is the best radio announcer there is, the best radio announcer there was, and the best radio announcer there ever will be, Rodney Dion. Hello and welcome, it is Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963, Rodney Dion here, joined in the studio by the leader of the Red Nation, Jack J. Bonza, hello and welcome. What's up? Uh, the roof. Because <laughs> last time we, we did this, uh, you, you asked us what up, not how I'm feeling, so I just said the roof. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you had your response all prepared this week. <laughs> <laughs> and also in the studio, it is Concrete Davidson, the leader of the Black Shirt Cool Group, Hello. 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 He's here. <laughs> and uh, he's in the studio wearing the merch, the official uh, merch of the Black Shirt Cool Group. Con- it's mm. yeah, Concrete and Jax and the third man. Yes. Yes. And we'll uh, we'll get to the third man a little bit later when we, uh, we can. recap the rumble. I mean, let, I mean, let's just talk about it now. Uh, break their backs and make them humble. Uh, Jack J. Bonza informed... Rumble. What did I say? Oh, you I said humble. humble. You said the... You said the, the thing ref- it was a rip-off of. The reference that... <laughs> Not many people picked up on, but I, I, yeah, yeah, because uh, Jack said, yeah, he said, yeah, it's a, it's a iron sheet thing, and it completely flew over my head, and I've just completely stuffed it up there. Listen, can I just talk about this now? Yeah, if you go back and look at the backlog of PWA events, they're all kind of a spoof on a movie name or, or something general like that, something yeah. fun and clever. Fun, yeah. The amount of people who have not gotten any of them (laughs) for any reason has been tremendous even our poster guy who does the posters has not understood the reference I feel like we had a member of the Bullet Club on a show so we called the the show Lock, Stock and Two Sweeting Barrels you know like the movie Lock, Stock and and you know nobody got it nobody had seen the movie even after we explained it nobody knew who the movie was (laughs) it was just and plus like it was just I thought it was one of the best names we ever had and then just yeah it just goes straight over people's heads I knew of the movie but I I hadn't seen the movie but I at least got the reference yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, it, it went completely over my head. So, uh, wrestling yeah. fans, uh, lift your game and uh, <laughs> keep doing the puns. I think it's absolutely hilarious. But so, break their backs and make them rumble. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of meat on the bone there. Um, I'll sort of say, off air, would you say it's the biggest event to date? Uh, I mean, I guess response wise, I mean, it was trending number one. It uh, could be. It was trending number one in Australia. Uh, we we tried to push it more because we've got to get better with the social medias and stuff. Last time we had an event, we trended like number one in Sydney. Or something like that. And so we thought, oh, that was good. We'll try and encourage that. We had the commentators uh, say, hey, tweet this, and we might talk about whatever your tweet was over the air and push it and stuff like that. But by the end of the night, yeah, PWA Rumble, hashtag number one trended in Australia. And Conco, uh, victorious over unsocial Jordan. Actually, I wasn't. No. I, got, I, got de- I, got, I got disqualified. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Straight I, I, up. I, I was just going through the tweets. I, I had to work. I was. Uh, that's all right. Yeah. But apologies about that. But you that's were disqualified. Right. Well, you have the luxury of going back to Ovo. That's it. And you can, we can watch it right now if, we, if you want. Because I'm going to press I, pause. We can just sit here and set I, up a little campfire. I have underlined on my sheet here <laughs> to fully plug Ovo for people to go back and check out this great content. So, uh, mm. again, I've been made, uh, I've been made uh, again by not knowing... Uh, puns and uh, not watching the content. Apologies about that, guys. But I guess the biggest thing to come out of it was, uh, even though you're DQ'd, uh, a bit of a swerve, Ricky South. I guess, uh, is he the third man now? The, he's uh, the third man. He's the yeah. third man. So, uh, and we're not going to get new shirts with that because <laughs> some people are like, are you going to get new shirts that say Concrete and Jackson, Ricky's out? I was like, 
we just got these yeah. and we're, they're not selling great. Let's, <laughs> let's just try to get rid of these first. So, uh, yeah, if you want to commemorate the night that Ricky South uh, turned on Unsocial Jordan and created what I could can describe as the most incredible uh, live audience reaction I've ever been in the ring for, uh, then, yeah, buy that shirt. Would you say, is that like the Road Warriors pop, like that type yeah, of reaction? Yeah, Ricky South got himself a little Road, Road Warrior pop, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, it was... Uh, we just kept looking at each other while we were in there, just like, wow, this is... Like, we, we had a best-case scenario idea in our heads... And it the the response was about four hundred percent of that. Right. So it was yeah, it was pretty big. That's amazing. And yeah. obviously, a little bit later on in the night, uh, Jax Jordan he uh, did a quad injury. Take take the good with the bad. Jax, uh, yeah, just <laughs> planted his foot a little wrong, and uh, yeah, he went down with that quad injury. And yeah, we took him to see uh, Doctor Andrews, and uh, yeah, he's going to be out for some time. Because so, I saw yeah. a tweet where he kind of I, mm. I don't um, I don't know if I could read between the lines. Was it like does he do we think this is career ending or uh, he's just taking some time away to repair? What, what? Hey, listen, Big Daddy Jacks will be back. Hey, quads <laughs> have been torn and ended careers before. But it's only the you know it's only elite few that ever actually come back from it. So. And if anyone can, Jax yeah. can. I know that he's already working on his uh, beautiful day comeback video, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's technically uh, on the sideline for now. Does that mean there will be a, a new third member? Oh, he's already he's always number two. So Ricky's always three. It's just it's just dependent on uh, yeah who's available. Who? So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah uh, having some fun with 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 just Ricky instead of yeah, Jax. Jax um, Jax was yeah Jax was good fun to team with for those months, but yeah, Ricky's a whole new beast. So what know. about any uh, sort of retaliation from unsho- uh, unsocial Jordan? Uh, is there sort of preparing for anything like that to happen? Oh, we're just enjoying having a third man, and uh, and and I think we're still just sort of buzzing about. Uh, the whole weekend, like a lot of people were, uh, the, even the reception into the following day after the show itself, uh, I think everybody was pretty, you know, quite proud of the the whole effort of the whole crew. So, yeah, we're not quite looking to towards Unsocial. Unsocial is actually like a sensational competitor, and he uh, unfortunately uh, dislocated his elbow while he was in uh, Philadelphia training with Shikara. And that sort of sidelined him for a bit. So he uh, wasn't even at 100% when I faced him the other night. So I'm looking forward to watching him bounce back even more because uh, he was a 2018 PWA Wrestler of the Year. Mm. Like, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's a very good competitor. So, yeah, I'll, I do wish him all the best. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. As he says while he's laughing, no, absolutely. Yeah. I say that because I have n- nothing to worry about anymore. So, yeah. But uh, Bonza, um, you uh, were the man... Uh, the, on Friday night, you took out the 30-man uh, rumble. That's correct. What number did you come in? 28. 28. So, so you, I really the, worked for it. So yeah, tw- 27 <laughs> and 28. They're usually the, I mean, the, the the good number to come in on a 30-man rumble. If you look statistically speaking, uh, up until recently, winning it from the number 30 spot had never happened, like in WWE rumbles, that is. So actually, if you look at it, most of the time, I think the most popular numbers for winning are somewhere between 18 and 22. Mm. 27, I think, has had the most wins. Yeah, the most wins, wins yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, WWE, well, yeah. I was pretty close there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess it does make it easier. I had just defended the tag titles earlier that night, so I was at a slight disadvantage. 
Um, but yeah, managed to managed to hold on and and win. By the time I got in there, it mostly cleared out though. <laughs> I think there were three people in there when I got out there, so that was pretty pretty lucky on my part. But yep. Still wasn't an easy thing to do. So was that a bit of a bittersweet thing, losing the tag titles but taking out the Rumble? Yeah, like it's one of those things that I talked about uh, when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Like the PWA Coliseum coming up is is going to be the biggest thing that's happened in Australian wrestling in 30 or 40 years. Um, we don't like to be you know that open about it and say stuff like that because it kind of comes across egotistical to, to the other companies that are doing stuff at the moment. Uh, and we don't want to take anything down from them, but we've got a two-day tournament happening over. We've got a guy from, you know, we've got Orange Cassidy from AEW there. We've got the best guys in Australia. There's another four uh, people still to be announced. Like, it's just one of those things where this is going to be an absolutely massive weekend, and to lose the tag titles right before that weekend and lose any kind of guaranteed spot on the card, considering that we're not going to be in the, there's no chance of being in a tournament because we were in it last year. Um, it was heartbreaking, but then you know, just managing to win the rumble, just that last chance at at getting a shot, and then and then winning it. This, this, this is gonna be one hell of a road. Now you've touched on Coliseum there. We'll go uh, and dive deep on that a little bit later on. But um, look, uh, no poll this week, guys. Uh, did receive a cease and desist from Vince Russo. Um, you know he he loves his polls and uh, got into a bit of trouble. But I thought I could uh, put you guys on the spot and get a poll ready for the next show. Um, I initially had the idea of doing Hulk Hogan's Real American um, uh, theme song versus uh, Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child. That was uh, one I was going to do, but I thought I would leave it up to Bonzer and Conco to come up for a poll for next week. Ah. Pick I, some think, stuff. I think we should go versus. So how about we go, like, best best wrestling entrance theme for a Jim Psych-Up song? I got one in mind. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Edge's theme. Uh, which one? The uh, Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. This is this is a little more out of left field. Uh, but how about um, how about test? Which one? Test. It's, it's it's a a test. test. This is a test. Bring it on. Bring it on. I like the proper rock the early version one. of it. Yeah. The, the early I like like, that one. one of his first theme yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. send it through to you so you know 100. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll get. I'll get working on that on Facebook. Uh, and all the punters there can vote, and I'll share it on all the uh, wrestling community pages and uh, get myself blocked from uh, Facebook groups. I've uh, only had that happen a couple, <laughs> of, times, a couple of times. But uh, that will be uh, next week's poll then. So Tess's theme song taken on Edge's theme song from Actually, well, let's 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 make it because I know that Edge had a song on. Uh, WWF The Music Volume 4 let's make it that song the Rob Zombie one no no no, no. no, no. it was just his, his early you think you know me version okay. I'll go with that one because yeah. I think funny enough I think yeah both those songs are on the uh, Volume 4 so uh, that could work out oh yeah uh, I remember getting that for Christmas in 2000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> listening to it on my Discman on my Discman I used to tape it I used to you know you could uh, you had the CD player and you could play the CD player onto the tape or record onto the tape and then mm. put it in the Casio thing or, yeah oh yeah yeah. Winamex came later and the waiting for those ones to download with all the wishy-washy. Well, <laughs> I'm still a bit upset that they no longer make iPods because I guess iPhones are just, you know, the more capable than those now. But, um, you know, mm. and sp- all your Spotify's. Well, that, I always so. liked the little, what was the little square one called? Zune? The, no, 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 it was an iPod, but the little square, a shuffle. A shuffle. I've yeah, still got a shuffle. Those, those I still take it to the gym. Yeah, I just clip yeah. it on my pants and, yeah, that's Mate, it. It's so lightweight. That, you can yeah. probably make a bit of money with that online, I reckon, because, uh, you know, they just don't make them anymore. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's <laughs> supplement our uh, wrestling income with selling black market. Conco's going to make some money. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break here, but uh, after the break, we're going to be talking about all about the Coliseum You're on Wrestling Talks Radio. Right 
again, we're back. Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963. Rodney Dion, joined in the studio by Concrete Davidson and Jack J. Bonza. Now the 18th and 19th of October, Max Watts Sydney is probably one of the biggest uh, wrestling tournaments in Australia. It is the Coliseum. And uh, can you give us a bit of a, a background and a breakdown of uh, how this type of tournament works, uh, Jack? Well, probably the same as most tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> single uh, single elimination tournament. So uh, it'll happen over one weekend. There'll be eight participants. There'll be four matches on the first night for the uh, quarterfinals. The first two matches of the second night will be the semis, and then the main event will be the will be the main match. Um, and this is for, and that would be for the PWA title or a number one contendership. No, it's for a sword. For a sword. That's <laughs> uh, it's a prize. The trophy unto itself. It's one of those funny things. Uh, the PWA Twitter gets a lot of questions and responses and assumptions. Um, like uh, Mick Moretti won it last year, and there were like tweets sometimes would be like, "So when's Mick Moretti getting his title shot?" And it would just be like. What are you talking about? Right. Like you don't get a title shot by winning the tournament. That's not how it works, you know. What does the winner of the Battle of Los Angeles get? Yeah, <laughs> just the, that that title being the winner of yeah, that tournament. or the okay. or the super strong style tournament in in progress or, right. or any of those uh, or the King of Trios in Shikara. But surely that's like if they when they take this uh, tournament out, that's got to look pretty good on the standings with PWA. Well, absolutely it does, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they get anything. They're not guaranteed something. It's not a money in the bank. It's, right. It's just it's a prize onto itself, and it's worth that much onto itself. You know, to say that you could win, that you won, you conquered the Coliseum, you got the sword, that sits with you at home forever. Absolutely. I mean, let's look at the competitors that have been announced so far. I mean, just more recently at the uh, at the Rumble, we had uh, Jessica Troy. After her match, uh, she was uh, noticed and uh, officially entered into the Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, I guess the first um, overseas uh, international uh, superstar to come over, Orange Cassidy, who's obviously now with AEW, and I think one of the most... Uh, I mean, I don't even know how to explain this guy. Apathy. Apathy. <laughs> I mean, mm. I don't know. You could call him sort of a bit of a comedy wrestler or, or what have you. But I mean, he's he's getting noticed. I mean, he's signed to one of the big companies now, and is. I mean, you look online; it's just funny. I, he was doing an interview recently where they're just asking random questions and just was given really nonchalant answers. And you know, I was going to say if there's a, a wrestler that stands for like the millennials or young people, I, I think Orange Cassidy could be that guy. Or am I way on my way? Well, off? look, I mean, the thing is, he's something different. Yeah. Uh, when you when you look at a lot of wrestling, everyone's angry. Everyone's always yelling and screaming about all the problems and how they're going to do this and yeah. all the things are taken from it. He doesn't care. <laughs> um, if if you go back and look at it, and I'm sure they're still all on YouTube. Uh, the Gentleman's Club. It was him and uh, and Chuck, Chuck uh, Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Yeah, they they would do these things for the Gentleman's Club. They're probably the funniest wrestling skit promo things you've ever seen in yeah. your life. He he started doing Orange Cassidy's movie reviews, and there'd just be this like twenty second intro of like oh, Orange Cassidy's movie review, da, da, da. and then it would switch to him, and he'd just go, it was alright. <laughs> and then it would switch back to the other thing. Like, it was just stuff like that. But he just developed something different and something interesting um, that worked for him and something that you can you can glom onto. Like, so it's really it's really quite brilliant. But but don't get confused. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Like, um, he's still, you know, if you watch any of his matches, he knows how to bring it. Like, he'll... He can win. <laughs> like, this isn't a joke. Like, he'll, he'll... He's really one of the best inside you know technical wrestlers on the planet and that's what the Coliseum's about it's, it's about the guys who are the best in-ring wrestlers that we can possibly find from around Australia you know you're not going to find any um, you're not going to find any guys who are jokes here you're not going to find any guys who are just characters here any guys who are out of shape these 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 participants are the best and also uh, Matty Wahlberg uh 
from Survivor and obviously Survivor's uh, PWA, PWA, PWA yeah. original. Um, I mean, that's uh, me and my wife. We watch Survivor religiously. We absolutely love it. But uh, when he was we're vote- missing it right now. I yeah, think. we are. Yeah, yeah. and uh, when he was uh, voted off, uh, I pretty much I yelled at the screen saying, "This is bullshit!" Like you know, doing some wrestling. Chants. I haven't been as interested ever since he, he got, got voted it, out. Got to be honest, I'm actually a bit of a Harry fan. I want Harry to take it out. Yeah. If Harry doesn't take it out, maybe Luke. For listeners who don't know, uh, Harry was an EPW wrestler. For real? Yeah, they just didn't mention it at all on Survivor this year. Oh, wow. Uh, Not anymore, but he was at one point. I don't know if he even had that much of a run. I think he maybe only had like about a dozen matches. I I could be getting that wrong. But he's, uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't one of the things that they highlighted on the show. Well, Matty was the uh, designated wrestler for the season. Well, from my understanding is he didn't mention it in his interviews. Mm. Like, he had nothing to do with anything. And then I think Wahlberg made it such a big deal about the wrestling community that EPW just kind of went like oh that, that's our guy there too like so yeah, um, yeah I don't <laughs> I really don't think because he was apparently just a huge Survivor fan so like when they had the guys who were the more celebrity sporty kind of interesting gimmick things and the more normalish ones I think he was the more normalish one who turned out afterwards yeah. to be interesting <laughs> yeah. to something else but well uh, like I said fingers crossed that uh, Harry takes it out or Luke well um, I mean he's done better than Warburg so. yeah <laughs> uh, but I really I mean I, it always goes contenders versus uh, the champions they always sort of gang up and then it's sort of only on to the later sort of uh, episodes where they kind of start eating that to eat, eating each other alive right. uh, also uh, part of the tournament we have uh, Davis Storm as well who uh, another impressive competitor yeah, speaking of EPW, um, yeah. yeah, he's um, he's one of the longest-standing best wrestlers in in Australia. You know, they 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 were um, talking about EPW like they haven't been quite as prominent in the last couple of years, though they are really making strides to bring themselves back up to being the top thing. And not to say they ever got bad; they just like they used to be unquestionably the number one Australian company, um, and now now it's you know people starting there there are questions about it, like uh, Shane. Uh, Shane Thorne and I was hate yeah. before but Shane Thorne uh, and Mikey Nichols TMDK they were born there that's yeah. where they come from uh, you know Damien Slater like lots of guys um, from that area and, and yeah, David Storm has consistently been one of their best since its inception years ago so it's really exciting to see what he's going to do uh, come this tournament and so how many competitors all up do we have uh, again how many will there be there'll be eight there'll be eight and so we have uh, four so another four to be uh, announced over the coming weeks I imagine um, I have to do make reference uh, Will Ospreay I think he was uh, overseas at the time and you know how most wrestlers now when they've got a bit of downtime they do oh, some quick questions while I'm waiting for the stopover or you know I've got free Wi-Fi blah 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 so I tweeted to him and said Coliseum question mark is, uh, is there any chance that we could see Will Ospreay back on Australian soil no, no. Okay. The um the New Japan Junior Tag Tournament starts that week. Right. So so I think he's. I don't think he'll be able to be there okay. unless he's a heavyweight now. <laughs> right. But technically, yeah, I don't think there's actually any chance of it being a Coliseum. But <laughs> there was also a, a meme that I tagged uh, PWA in. Uh, I think the other night, uh, someone uh, superimposed a uh, sword into uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks yeah. <laughs> and so I was going to say, any chance of a Sasha Banks? But I think that's obviously less likely than a Will Ospreay. Yeah, but um, I mean, is there? Can you give any clues or any hints uh, to any p- potential names? I, I don't know. What makes you think I know who's in the tournament? <laughs> oh, well, well, concrete. Uh, any, uh, any. Uh, I can tell you who I'd like to see. Okay. I'd like to see, and not just because he's my new third man, but Ricky did sensationally last year. Right. And uh, the opening round match that he had with Paris to Silver that night uh, was actually uh, the. I'm making a lot of references to the awards night last year, but they actually won the uh, well, match of the year for that encounter. Uh, that's uh, they 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 did one. Uh, sequence that saw uh, Paris 
on standing on Ricky's shoulders and then delivering a DDT from up there. But like the setup to it was just incredible, and uh, I, I think even like Nick Jackson retweeted it saying it was it was awesome and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, they uh, I'd I'd like to see Ricky in it. I don't know if he's had quite the year that he did last year, uh, just from an ascension standpoint. But um, I, I'd like to see him in it. Uh, I don't know who else I'd like to see in. Well, the other interesting one would be Shazza. Yeah. Uh, Shazza McKenzie just just made her debut on AEW as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's you know some big press there. Because <laughs> Sh- I was, I was going to mention that later, but um, obviously we can chat about it now. Um, she was in the, the Buy-In Battle Royal, uh, which was uh, a, a week ago now. Uh, I mean, that's so, uh, you know, big for Australian wrestling, but obviously big for Shaz as well. I, I don't know whether this would lead to her being signed by AEW, but it gets her name out there. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure um, uh, Shaz, she tweeted just, you know, saying thanks for the opportunity, yada, yada. And I got a retweet with a hashtag hardcore uh, from uh, Cody Rhodes. So uh, potentially could be seen her there a little bit more often, perhaps. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that she was seen, she wrestled Brandy Rhodes uh, when they came to Sydney for World Series Wrestling, I think last year. Yeah. And that's probably where they first saw her. So, um, yeah, that would be fantastic if she if she got brought up through there. Nobody else deserves it more. Mm. Of, of all the people who are everywhere, no one deserves it more than Shazza does. No one works any harder than she does. So it was really good to see something like that. Because she's been on uh, NXT, I think it was a few years ago as well. So she's kind of been on the radar, but I guess it's just um, like any sort of industry, just getting that break, I guess, or someone... Yeah. It wasn't until I saw her in that ring that I was like, oh, wow, like she was like not to put any shade on NXT but like full sales only 1,000, 2,000 people like she's in that arena in Chicago in front of 10 plus thousand yeah, people like yeah. there's I was like oh my god like that's that's Shazza yeah, that, we know that, her that, yeah. that gigantic <laughs> arena it's huge and like, just that opportunity for the I guess the American audience to be introduced to an Australian wrestler and then be like oh where did she come from oh PWA Newcastle yeah. Pro and I guess that kind of like you know in, in essence kind of helps everyone who's you know helped well, her on a journey well that's always the hope uh, you know when you look at something like uh like the Coliseum tournament, like the point of it. The reason why you bring out international stars is to draw attention to our local guys. You know, like if the if the international, like we had TJ Perkins there at the Rumble on Friday, so hopefully TJ fans tuned in to see TJ, mm. but then hopefully they were forced to sit through every other match <laughs> and they became PWA new fans, fans yeah. PWA fans. So that's yeah. the thing. You've got to constantly be producing new stars. Like, for example, you know, we had a debut on, on Friday of James Adultman. Uh, so... <laughs> Well, <laughs> right. The, the point is, when you preview new stars and you do different stuff like that all the time, um, you got to constantly producing new substance. If you're not, you know, having the training school, if you don't have strong under talent guys, but if you do have that, like PWA does, like like Newcastle Pro does produce, then what happens is when people like Shaz McKenzie get towards the top of the card and Robbie Eagles to the top of the card and then they go elsewhere, they can continually throw attention mm. back to PWA and when we don't miss them. Yeah. And not that we don't like really miss them, but the, the the quality doesn't slide because we have a whole new generation of people willing like and ready to slot into their place. So um yeah, it that definitely helps out PWA, assuming that we're doing our job and, well, and Robbie we Robbie does more traveling than just about any of us and one of the things that he says that he gets constantly asked or, or constantly commented on is that people are like i don't even know that there was wrestling in australia mm. which is nuts but like if you know if, if someone saw shazza on uh you know on AEW, then they might go oh i didn't know check out what they got she, going on. and yeah. you know if commentary is saying that you know she's a, an 11 year veteran or something there's yeah. well, what i didn't know there was wrestling in australia and then they you know 
And that's amazing out. to think. You say like uh, 11 years. I mean, you guys are sort of close to the same as well. Like you've been doing this for almost over a decade. Like that, that, does that just I think I shaved a year off accidentally, but I yeah. think she's been doing it about the same as myself. And does that Bond. like, is that insane <laughs> yeah. that you like, you've been, you guys have been doing this for like more than a decade or like close to a decade? Is that just like, wow, the, that 10 years went ridiculously quick? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the main thing is that it feels unfair. Um, <laughs> How do you mean that? <laughs> I, I mean that in that we built it and now the new guys are taking advantage. Oh, that's why I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm in Max Watts and especially the sort of nights we had the other night, I'm, I'm like, this is exactly what well, we this needed. Is, this is, the main this thing. is what we deserved all along. Yeah. But that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing. You know, when, yeah. when there are new guys who are 20, 21, 22 getting all these opportunities because they were just born into something that we built up, uh, it, it hurts. <laughs> Even just the amount of drives that they don't have to do out to Western Sydney. Oh, man. I, can, I can't remember the last time I drove out to Western Sydney for a show. It would have been... The spoiled brats who didn't see what we had to suffer. <laughs> Literally every, almost every show we had to do was out in Western Sydney, Sydney because yeah. it was too expensive to run them in Sydney City. Yeah. And there was just a few clubs out there that was sort of cheaper. And also, our promoter was lazy and he was just wanting to run shows near his house so that he could go out and <laughs> poster a bunch of flagpoles. So, yeah. Uh, all right, back to Coller, uh, Coliseum. Uh, uh, two-day event. Now, I believe uh, one of the days there's going to be a little bit of a fan day. Uh, is this the opportunity to kind of make like an Australian-esque star ca- starcast? Is it, uh, can we get uh, Kunko and the Fudge uh, doing a podcast there? Can we get other uh, people uh, doing stuff there? Or? Well, you're going to get exactly what you just said. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, we, uh, yeah, we already have some designs on what we want to do live podcast-wise. We have our eyes, uh, we've got a couple of guests that we have in mind. Uh, one of them Bonza just mentioned, actually. I think uh, we'd, we'd really enjoy to see... Uh, uh, James got in the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, we, we'd love to have him on just to uh, well, find out more about him. Well, so. well, yeah, well yeah, sidebar though, I did mean to mention this uh, James Adultman, or is it Adultman? Uh, uh, I think Adultman's a traditional Adult. spelling. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah well... Um, Adultman? Adultman? Like, it may, is it like an Irish... It could be like an Irish back name? Could uh, be last no, name? Uh, or Scottish or Adultman or... Adultman, yeah. Adultman, but, I don't know. Could but, be... You know, Icelandic or something. Yeah, very tall uh, individual as well. Uh, perhaps, so tall. Yeah, maybe he, this he could uh, get into the Coliseum. Maybe he could be uh, one of the eight participants. But uh, after potentially. Friday, he was definitely one of the most requested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you actually follow the PWA hashtag, a PWA Rumble hashtag from Friday, and you can, um, and go back and look up what the tweets were. You know, there were tons of tweets about you know the new member of Blackshirt cool group and the new tag team champions and the rumble and the rumble winners and all the stuff that was happened say let's just say there are a thousand tweets 500 of them were that 500 of them were just about James Adult <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely going to be in demand he's the most popular months. debut we've had in a long time and mm. uh, <laughs> shrouded in mystery still yeah. yeah well he just released some merchandise today he did. Um, he's on Twitter now so yeah, I, mean, so I follow him yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think if, um, I think if he were to release a, if a Coliseum video were to be released announcing him, that would break the internet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> could we could we potentially uh, get him on the show here uh, next week or uh, well, the following fortnight, and uh, you know maybe we could call it getting to know uh, James Adultman. Yeah, this is way too esoteric for radio. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look it up, look it up, guys. Um, but yeah, so I mean, so a two-day um, event, uh, the uh, the fan day. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. Conco and the Fudge—they're going to be doing their live podcast. Look, there. Can I can I, can I rock up with a recorder and just start putting it in, in people's faces? Is yeah, that an can, option? You can do that stuff, man. It's going to be it's going to be fun day. Like it's just one of those things where we're finally doing like a two-day tournament thing mm. um, so you know you might as well take advantage of it and of ownership of the venue and do some more fun stuff like we're, we're going to do a Kydrake eating contest 
Did I tell the Kai Jake story already? Basically, uh, basically we went to a burger place. They have a all you can eat burger, like a, like a an eating challenge burger. If you can finish this in fifteen minutes, it's free. Their world record was six minutes and forty nine seconds. They were bragging about how quick this was eaten, how it got tweeted around because it was viral because of how quick this guy did. But Kai did it in under two minutes. Like he he just destroyed the concept. It was just it's ridiculous. So we're probably going to do you a haven't told the story. <laughs> we're probably going to do a Kydrake eating contest. There's going to be live conk on the Fudge podcast. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on um, in that fan fest as well as getting to meet the wrestlers. Like you'll be able to do play you know beer pong with the babes and and then play you know uh, Nintendo Switch with the velocities and just just some different stuff like that that'll be going on. So yeah, it should be there'll be more announcements about it soon. I think, but it'll be a. Um, what about some comment, doing some commentary with uh, Rose and uh, Chris Gale? They suggested that. Yeah, like that, that's something that just, I don't know how, um, I don't know how that would even work. But yeah, they suggested doing something like that. So if they could work that out, something like that, would be great. Probably be able to do a similar thing where you might be able to make your own entrance and take a photo in front of with the titles and stuff like that. You know, all that basic stuff will be that, there. That'll be good. And that's uh, to be announced over the next uh, few weeks and that. And obviously, um, we're selling tickets right now. People can uh, pay to get their bum on a seat, yeah? Yeah. Um, front row sold out for both nights. Um, there were... The the rest of the seats were, like, um, split in half. So half of the seats, you could buy, like, a double pass for Friday and Saturday. And then the other ones you had to buy individually. And obviously, those were discounted seats for getting both. But yeah. they're already gone. Gone. So it's, um, it's in high demand, the tickets. Like, I think they'll... I think they'll sell out pretty soon, so I'd be getting on that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, of course, if you can't make it to the event, because um, I might have to bring my mum. Uh, the 18th of October is her birthday. What do you reckon? That would be a great birthday present for yeah, my mum. She'd love it. Everyone yeah. would sing a happy birthday. It'd be easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> easy sell there. And, of course, uh, Ovo Play. Uh, you can check that out online because all PWA events and Newcastle Pro are basically all on Ovo now. Correct. Yep. All right. And uh, also, uh, speaking of something I'd like to see on Ovo, um, uh, he, he featured on their uh, podcast. We were speaking about him just before, Rose and uh, Chris Gale and Matty Wahlberg. Um, there's a little bit of tension between Matty Wahlberg and Rose. Are we ever going to see uh, that uh, manifest in the ring, perhaps? I don't know. It depends. Is Andy Rose going to go to <laughs> PWA training, spend 18 <laughs> months learning how to break fall and fight and do something like that and then work his way through the roster and get to the point where he's in a position to challenge someone like Wahlberg because if that's not going to happen then probably not oh, well, I'll, just like, I'll, I'll just like to see Wahlberg kick his ass like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no. we could probably sort that out somewhere else absolutely but I think, I think he would have to give up the cigarettes I think uh, Rose I know he's uh, yeah it's yeah. one of those things man you've got to be an athlete to be a wrestler you know and it's really dangerous it's a really dangerous sport it causes a lot of injuries um, and different stuff like that you can't just put anybody in a ring you know? that's and true if you do it's kind of insulting I think so. absolutely yeah. alright we're going to take quick break and we're going to talk about uh, AEW which uh, happened last week with their all out we've kind of already touched on it but uh, the big thing to come out of it I guess was Chris Jericho being the first AEW champion going to be talking about after this you're on Wrestling Source Radio Coast FM 963 Wrestling Source Radio Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963, Rodney Dion here, joined in the studio by two of the greatest Central Coast wrestlers of all time. I'd like to hope we are the greatest (laughs) Central Coast wrestlers of all time. Concrete (laughs) Davidson and Jack J. Bonza, hello, and uh, thank you once again for joining me in the studio. Now, guys, I don't know if you uh, got a chance to check out uh, AEW uh, last week. Uh, I, get again, didn't get to watch in full, but was getting kind of all the uh, significant updates via Twitter, and uh, I think it's uh, the T... D E account that has all the gifts 
and uh, yeah, TDE like, wrestling. Yeah, yeah that's okay, the one. Cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I was kind of getting all my updates from. Uh, we sort of touched on earlier Shazza in the buy-in uh, battle royal, big opportunity for Shazza, and we'll see what comes from that. Uh, I guess in the uh, in in due course. Uh, but Chris Jericho, the first ever AEW champion, he defeated Hangman Page, and I think I've probably spoken to you guys off air about this uh, particular thing. Everyone sort of saying, oh, because I guess the re- the WWE thing with the Brock Lesnar being you know kind of old and part time and being the champion, a lot of fans didn't like that. And then people have sort of, I guess, sort of mirrored that with you know, Jericho's kind of, I guess, a part time-ish kind of wrestler, uh, um, you know, 48 years old and kind of uh, trying to poke holes in it. But I'll, I always thought from the get-go that Chris Jericho would be a good first champion. Uh, do you guys agree? I think that was my prediction the last time we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, I think potentially, yeah. yeah. Just because I just didn't see Hangman in that sp- Bot right now, yet. yeah, yeah, and I kind of thought. I think I've said it to both years. I sort of thought, well, if he was champion from the get go, where does he go from there? I mean, it, it, it could yeah. happen. I mean, it could or it could have happened. But I mean, I just thought uh, a guy like Chris Jericho, who was the first undisputed champion, had all these accolades. I thought it would just make sense to have that as your first ever champion. And then I guess when eventually he does lose the title, it makes that next person even better. Would you guys agree, or got a difference of opinion about it? Yeah, no. Look, I mean, just in, in terms of the um being champion the thing about fans that fans don't realise <laughs> is that um, a lot of the time the complaints you see on the internet you know like you, you get told nine nice things and you get one negative thing and the negative thing seems to be the one that sticks out mm. and people like complaining about things so if there's something they can find a whinge about they, they tend to but what people don't realise is that everybody in America knows who Chris Jericho is mm. Not everybody in America knows who Handman Page is. Yeah. So even if you're going to get a lot of, you know, the current fans of AEW who are watching because you're already indoctrinated into wrestling, AEW wants to be bigger than that. They want to be a national TV show that runs every week and does all that kind of thing. So if you heard AEW champion Hangman Page and you'd never heard of AEW or the Young Bucks or anything like that before, you'd probably go like, mm, what? Like you, it wouldn't even be a thing that would click in your head. If you hear... Chris Jericho mm. is the AEW champion. That's going to get them a lot more it's name value. That's yeah. going to get them a lot more casual fans who can then see Hangman Page and then become a fan of Hangman Page. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. going to get them a lot more um, newspaper and radio. Uh, Jericho just calling up and go, "Hey, I'm Chris Jericho, whatever radio station. Do you want to do an interview with me?" Chris Jericho, hell yeah. Mm. You know, we already know who that is. He's already a big name. If we promote him on our TV show, that's going to help like our news show because people know who Chris. Like it'll just it's a cycle where Jericho as a promotional machine will be a lot more valuable to this company initially speaking than anybody else would have been. Yeah. So it was an obvious choice even if people don't like like the fact that oh this is supposed to be for the new young indie guys well guess what guys the new young indie guys are going to get a lot better off having Jericho as their champion initially speaking than they would be otherwise and Chris Jericho I mean he was kind of the original indie guy back in the day like when he kind of went through ECW then to WCW uh, yeah he was one of them he was sure. like one you know I guess one of the originals I mean you know yeah. they're all everyone's independent wrestlers until they get to a big company but I guess I don't know. As a, I'm a massive Chris Jericho fan, so I'm just going to, you know, I can say that to the cows come home. But um, I thought it was a good idea. I mean, obviously, once they go do TV, I mean, that's going to be where they need to sort of sort out where they're going to go. And I guess that's a, another challenge. I think we even spoke about that uh, uh, last uh, fortnight in regards to AEW taking on NXT or vice versa on that Wednesday night. Yeah. But um, one thing that I do want to talk about with Chris Jericho, and I think you might be able to help out here, Conco, is uh, there was a, apparently 
apparently he had a bit of a bald spot. Uh, like when he uh, when he was holding the belt and that, and someone zoomed in on a bald spot on Chris Jericho's head, which is really uh, you know interesting considering that he has long hair. So I thought you know what they might what this might eventuate into is Chris Jericho might get his he- head shaved in like a like a title for hair match. Hangman has beautiful hair. Yeah, <laughs> so I wouldn't want to see that guy. So so yeah. I think I think that the reason why Chris Jericho has grown all this hair is to get it all shaved off. <laughs> no? But why Could would it? Jericho have to put his hair on the line if he's also putting the belts on the line? Uh, well, yeah. well, <laughs> well, you know, because he could be like, I'm so confident that you're not going to beat oh, me. That doesn't that, make any that sense. I'm going to put my hair on the line as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just saw a bald spot and I was thinking, oh, like, because he's, he's 48 years old. And like, yeah. for a guy, for a 48 to have that long hair, like... The, he had a big chunk of it ripped out in that... Tokyo Dome match, yeah, I think. A, that might have been it. In then, the yeah. front? Yeah. In the, like, he, like in yeah, his Widow's got, Peak sort of section, yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, then he got hair plucks. Yeah, because I thought there For was... the AEW press conference. Yeah, because I thought some of the hair yeah. looked a bit, yeah, superficial. But I thought yeah. I, I would love to see uh, Chris Jericho have his head shaved because uh, I think that would just be amazing because he would be able to sell... Um, if anyone could sell that, I'll just everybody this day. Everybody that I grew up with that had really long hair yeah. now ends up being completely bald. Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Well, what about a guy with long hair? Would you uh, ever do a hair versus hair match? Would you sh- would you shave the head? Uh, not right now. I'm not sick ring? of it yet. No. But, um, yeah, <laughs> but I've shaved head before. I've had a shave. Yeah, 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 I've had a I've had a completely bald head before. Um, back in 2013. Yeah, a bit. The first couple of years of concrete, I uh, it was bald, right? Well, I well, I was always. It. I always saw the character as bald, like you know those old timey strongmen from the carnival. You, you you just think bald head and big moustache, and I was always too <laughs> afraid or not know. I didn't know how to sort of just take an actual razor and cream to my head and do it, <laughs> the, do the final bit. So I'd just keep doing number ones. So it'd just be number one sort of fuzz all the time, like a kiwi fruit. So well, I mean that's not my wish. Right thing, kiwi fruit. Yeah, kiwi fruit. Yeah, you can you, you, if you appeal them. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. fruit are bald, dude. I don't yeah. know where you would pick on them. But. No, like a very, <laughs> like a peach. That's what that's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. You know, how peach is like nice and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah I can get it. But I mean, yeah. no, that's on my wish list. I'll, I, I, as a Chris Jericho fan, I want to see him bald by the end of the year. But that probably won't happen. But, I don't uh, want to see Hangman bald. No, no, of course not. He's got he, great hair. He's curly, uh, yeah, noodly like. Uh, has Jericho ever been bald? He had, he had sensible hair, but he was never bald. No, no. he's had yeah. short hair and no. mid long hair. He there, came back as a, as a as a. As a fabulous looking bartender, <laughs> when he had that the vest in and like 07 the, and the, the the pokey. Bit oh of the no, front he was there. Nick yeah. Bockwinkle. That was what that gimmick was exactly. If you were to oh, was say what his gimmick was, oh, when okay. he came back at, at like when he was, the Millennium Man thing, the, yeah, 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 when he tried to do that a second time, That's it was right. just like oh, you yeah. look like a bartender. A bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Great comment. No, um, but something that's uh, going to be pretty fun is uh, WrestleBrainia. That's going to be happening later in September uh, as part of the Sydney Fringe Festival. Going to be chatting about that after this. You're on Wrestling Source Radio. Whatever. Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963, and uh, the Sydney Fringe Festival. Uh, if you're uh, into wrestling, you're definitely going to want to check this out. It's WrestleBrainia. So September 20, 21st and 22nd, part of the Sydney Fringe Festival. Uh, and I believe uh, Conco and Jack Bonzi here. You guys are going to be part of the show on the 20th. Yeah, that's all right. We get the, mm-hmm. we get the first one. We're Friday night. I think that's the 18 plus one too. Oh. I think that's but the... But they're all in King's Cross, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. but I think that this one's especially eighteen plus right. for some reason. That's what it said in the. This will not message. be the first time that I've been in King's Cross <laughs> with a bunch of wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, from what I read as well, uh, Jack Bonzo and Matty Wahlberg teaming up and taking on the team of uh, Conco Davidson right here and the Fudge. Uh, Talking on the Fudge. Fudge versus Babe Nation. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's it's is it a, it's a battle of wits or being funny? Uh, how, how can uh, this be explained? 
Uh, look, this is basically all of my useless wrestling knowledge that has, has served no purpose at all is finally being put to the test. Great. Uh, I love it already. Yeah. So this I, think, will, I think it's like Spicks and Specs. It's one of those things where they'll, yeah. they'll answer questions, but like even if you don't have the right answer, if you say something funny enough, the judge can just give you, you points. points. <laughs> yeah. Or like, a, have you been paying attention throughout the decades of wrestling Absolutely. that we're going to be talking about. Boy, yeah. I hope they start, they, they end in 1997 because otherwise I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought because, um, I mean, one half of each team is here, C- can we have a bit of a quick face-off or battle-off or funny-off in some capacity? Do you or, have questions? Do you have, yeah. If you oh, okay, questions. Oh, then, I didn't realise I had to be prepared for this. Well, I, do you want I, us to ask the questions to ourselves? That we then have to work out because I don't know if that'll really. I could come work. up with a question right now that would. Yeah, but then him. he'll be able okay. to answer it straight this. away. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, so we have to also come up with uh, uh, special topics for the mastermind section. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like um, hard hard quiz. Like you have a specialty like um, category within wrestling. Then yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Right. Okay. So the only time I've ever seen anything to do with wrestle because they've been running it in Melbourne mm. for a few years. Uh, and I would just see Crackerjack, uh, who's a who's a fantastic Victorian wrestler, who's retired now, but he used to um, plug it every now and then on his social media. Uh, that's honestly my only uh, awareness of WrestleBrain. Yeah, right. Probably. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I see, you know, that Ric Flair's on the poster. Yeah. I hope that that doesn't mean that we're not going to get paid for the night. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Ric Flair is terrible with money. That's the joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's two points there yeah. for Conco. Well, hey. uh, can, can, you, can you stump Bonzo with a question then, uh, Conco? Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> of course I can. Is this going to be any fun if I just sit, sit here and think of one that's going to stump him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was the final WCW United States champion? United States champion. Yeah. Oh, I think I may know. Actually, I don't even know who my answer is. And are we talking about pre-essential like um, invasion angle? It, it involves it. Yeah. So. So because you know how that you know how they brought the titles over. Also, this. So, I'll give you a hint. Okay. We've mentioned one or both of these guys earlier in the show. <laughs> Orange Cassidy was a United States <laughs> champion. <laughs> Um, I've already mentioned these per- person. Yeah. And it's got to do with your poll. Was it? Oh. Was it um, Edge? Test? Yeah, it was Edge and Test. They had a unification match for the ah, RCUS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, was the... Um, so Edge won it, so I don't know if that makes him the final one. Or if Edge wasn't in WCW. Because <laughs> that was part of the, the, the alliance. Yeah. Okay, if we're doing that question. It's Booker T, it's right? It's Booker T. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. okay. Yes, 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 yes. One more question then. Okay. Uh, Conco. Uh, or has Bonza got a uh, question has for he? Conco? Have you got a question? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't even know. See, that's the thing. I don't know that much about... I'm, I'm going to be screwed unless I can come up with something funny to say. I don't know that much about the actual... <laughs> Matty Wahlberg like, might be carrying like the uh, the Babe Nation uh, yeah, side. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Matty Wahlberg knows, though. Yeah, how like, he's knowledge yeah, goes. He, he probably doesn't have that much background. But he, well, he's, he's, he's a teacher, though. He's uh, he, do, he does teaching. So. He doesn't teach wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. See, this is why... All of these, yeah. Like, I think that the... I'm considering that the invasion angle might be my specialty okay. topic as well. <laughs> well just because I, I was in year 10 and it, I was just obsessed with wrestling that year. And I remember watching the invasion thinking it was like legitimately like WCW and WWE were joining forces, not that uh, WWE had bought it and just taken whatever wrestlers they could at the time. Who oh, were, yeah. You know, and everyone them. hated it. Yeah. Oh, it was, I, I mean, looking back on it, it people were really... Yeah. yeah. But like at the time, I was like, this is, this is great. Yeah. But when are they gonna get so and so? Yeah, when the NWO came in yeah. as soon as it was done, I was like, 
Why don't they just wait? Yeah. Why don't they just keep this thing going? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I got one. You should know this one, but it could yeah. be an interesting. Who won the first Royal Rumble? That was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, yeah. See, Jim uh, see I, if it's stuff like that, I might be alright. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, one more question from Conco. I reckon, um, and I'll see if I can beat uh, Bonzo. Okay. <laughs> Uh, wait, so am I asking the both of you yeah. this question? Okay. Um, Hang on, uh, what's your buzzer there, Bonzo? I'm just going to answer the question as quickly <laughs> as I can. Okay, one would be Joel. <laughs> I mean, uh, Rodney. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Advantage me. Who was the... Actually, this is actually kind of an easy one. <laughs> who was the longest ECW television champion it was Rob Van Dam there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I would have said that yeah but uh, Wrestle uh, Brainy yeah, that's going to be happening in September 20th uh, that's when you guys are going to be there the Friday night then the 21st and 22nd it's part of the uh, Sydney Fringe Festival go check that out but more importantly go check out Coliseum which is going to be happening on the 18th and 19th of October at Max Watts Sydney you can get your tickets online and of course if you can't get your bum on a seat Ovo Play is where it's going to be at uh, guys that does us for another show. Thank you very much for joining us. Concrete Davison, Jack J. Bonza. Uh, until next time, uh, this has been Wrestling Source Radio, and I'll uh, get this on Spotify for the whole world to listen to. Um, but uh, I guess the last few... Actually, no. I have to make amends, Bonza. I did this to you last fortnight. I put you on the spot in time to get you to tell a rib in a minute. Can you oh, okay. please re- retell the, that rib? Oh, uh, do you want me to retell the same one, yeah. or do you want a different one? Um... Do you want to retell that one, or, or do we want did, to... Uh, did it get included last it time? It did get included, but I feel it was a little bit rushed. Oh, it just ruins the punchline, though, if you already know what it is. Okay, I, give I told them the J-Law one. Can I tell another rib? Subway cookies. All right, let's both, <laughs> both of you guys tell ribs, and we'll wrap. Because right. one of the, the one I was thinking of, uh, if we'd had time last episode, was the one about how we had a trainee who uh, whose name was Drew in Newcastle Pro. <laughs> and uh, Is he still uh, wrestling? No. no. He, okay. uh, anyway, his... His his actual first name was Drew, Drew, and then but he wrestled under the name Drew Peabody. You know, it's like Drew, Drew Peabody was the was the was a little rib in itself. Drew Peabody. Drew Peabody. Drew Peabody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's not the whole rib. Yeah, so right. he uh, went away and he trained with Lance Storm for three months. Oh wow! Did a little bit of wrestling in Canada and then came back and uh, had decided that he didn't want to be called Peabody anymore. And uh, he had wrestled over there as Drew Henderson, right in the in Canada. And uh, he he said to the booker, "Hey, is it all right if I if I go by Henderson?" He was like, "No, like we want you as Drew Peabody." And he's like, "Oh, all right." And then he came back a few minutes later. He's like, "Look, I'd really like it if I could be Drew Henderson." He's like, "You want to be Henderson?" He said, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, you're Henderson." And then he had a word to the ring announcer. And then as soon as his music hit, was it for a rumble too? I think it was for a rumble. Three, two, one, boom! Out he comes. The ring announcer. On his way to the ring, Henderson Peabody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henderson Peabody. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. No, and uh, and he hasn't shown his face since. I don't oh, think no, that... he hung around for a while after <laughs> yeah. that. He just didn't. Yeah, yeah, he had a good sense of humor about that. Yeah. He just... was a been. All right, got um, something else? But, oh, okay, yeah. So the other one was this dude was... God, I can't even remember why we were ribbing him. He was a pain in the ass. <laughs> it was about something. He he did something like he was um he was just really on about this um this new gear he had. And so he um oh jeez, I can't even remember what he was doing. It was Team Wolf. Oh. Yeah, and he I think he changed his name from Team Wolf to Matt Wolf or yeah, something he like that. And he, he was just being a wanker about it and just doing all this stuff. So what we did as a rib was um backstage we we got his bag and we got his new kick pads out 
and then we um, we masking taped them to the roof above his back, like the ceiling above his back. <laughs> so they're above his head. So when he came into the locker room to get changed for his match, he's opened up his bag and he's looking for his kick pads and he can't find them anywhere. So naturally his eyes are down the whole time and he's looking through his bag and he can't find it because has everybody seen my new kick pads? Has anybody seen this? Who's taking my kick pads? And he's looking through everybody else's stuff and he's looking around and we're all sitting there laughing at him because we can all very visibly you see, see yeah. his kick pads are above his head. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time he's talking. And um, do you be saying things that, you know, it's that it's above you or something? Or no, just, not just no, let, 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 let him squirm. Loose, but yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, some good ribs there and uh, plenty more to come. Uh, we'll give it a wrap there. It's uh, Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963. And uh, until next fortnight. Um, always to, a pleasure. I'm, always a pleasure. I'm trying to come up with a tagline. Can we? Can, can you guys help me with a tagline, perhaps? How about you have that? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Never. <laughs> always a pleasure, never a chore. There you That's, go. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys. And uh, check out Spotify. Wrestling Source Radio.